Hello, hello, hello. I am your T.S. Madison, hostess with the most, this Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth. In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood to lick it right, lick it good, show you how to Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo Mouth. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara especially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey there, and welcome back, folks. Once again, I am your hostess with the most is Munoz. And how y'all doing? It is still June. It is still Pride. And anyways, here on In Your Mouth, you know we celebrate Pride 365 days a year. But this past weekend here in New York and other places in America, it was Pride. And how are we all doing. Just as an FYI, this is going to get pre-recorded. This is a pre-recorded episode because ain't nobody want to record a podcast episode hungover and a mess. You know, I am taking my, I'm sure right now I'm taking my vitamin B12, hydrating, my Pedialyte, you know, um, and whatever else that helped me through this this hangover on Pride Monday. But how y'all doing out there? Hopefully you've enjoyed all the Pride episodes this month. And last week's special guest, the one and only Kaylin Allen. Could you believe the fabulosity that was Kaylin Allen on this podcast? Listen, we are here. We are queer. We are famous, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Well, folks, I have a really crazy and special episode for you today. I'm really excited. And this episode, I am calling the butthole rejuvenation episode, the the butthole aftercare episode. I don't know. But I have two of the Internet's best and foremost authorities on butts here with me today. So without further ado, please help me welcome the one, the only Alex Hall of the Bottoms Digest and Dr. Carlton. Say hi. 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 <laughs> hi, ladies. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Oh, yeah. a little low energy. A little low energy. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee and I'm like scared to pick it up on the mic. <laughs> I don't want the ice to. I don't want the ice to jingle around. But or, great. Or maybe I should have asked, how are our butts today? Well, mine's really doing well. I um, I'm going for my first wax job ever because one of my followers said, "Hey, I wax in San Diego. You just had a waxing and bleaching episode. I'll do you for free." So I'm like, "Okay, sure." If I had a dime for any time someone would say, I do you for free, I'd I'd have about four dimes. Oh, my God. (laughs) So before you do that, you have to, like, uh, exfoliate and lubricate the area. So, yeah, I'm squeaky clean back there. Um, Those are are lies and allegations, Dr. Carlton, because when I was trying to live my best twink days, I used to get this butthole waxed 
on the regular. Shout out to Spa Jolie here in New York City that are still there. Those Russian ladies know what they're doing, right? <laughs> and I would go in and they would rip the hairs out one by one. Not really one oh by one. But <laughs> I'd, sit th- I'd sit there and play Tetris, but no more. It wasn't until my straight weird dealer told me to stop shaving my butt home. <laughs> but there's a lot to unpack there and listen we're gonna we're gonna get there but before we get anywhere i gotta do what i gotta do and as as veterans to in your mouth you know what we gotta do so in the grand tradition of in your mouth i need to wish you both happy national almond butter crunch day oh my God. yum <laughs> i mean yum indeed it's just like it cracks me up these every time when i did this with you last time I was like, who are these marketers that come up with this? First and foremost, this comes from a website called Foodimentary. Foodimentary Foodimentary.com. Shout out to whomever runs it. I don't know if they, well, they seem to be the official authority because it's on, there's a Google food calendar you can download that has all the same exact food holidays on it. It's, it's a thing. Um, Good for bottoms or not good for bottoms? Mm, I don't. I, I wouldn't say that that one, for my opinion, would be that bad. Um, I don't know how it would pass through, but in my opinion, it wouldn't give a lot of blo- uh, gas and bloating, which to me is always the most important part. I always hammer that part in. So I can't see even a large amount of that causing a lot of problems for that. I mean, I feel with the almonds, there's a lot of fiber. No, Dr. Carlton? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but, you know, some, sometimes almonds come through or nuts come through a little bit undigested. So you just have yeah, to keep that in mind. That's what oh, I was God. talking about. <laughs> I, I have a terrible story about quinoa. I did not realize. <laughs> I did not realize you don't digest quinoa. When did I eat quinoa? <laughs> oh, my God. It's- <laughs> Those things always come back to haunt, unfortunately. Oh, my God. I don't eat quinoa anymore. For that oh, no, don't give it up. It's so good for you. That's what we always say at the Bomb Digest. It's like, don't give up these foods. They're incredible for you. Just plan a little better. <laughs> when they eat corn. Oh, the corn. Folks, this is going to be the entire episode. I know, right? It's... Well, you know, sidebar, right? Because um, I feel like I've celebrated Almond Butter Crunch Day here. Friend to the podcast, Ronnie Sue of Ronnie Sue's Chocolate down on the Lower East Side. It is, she just runs this tiny chocolate shop. It's been there for uh, forever at this point. It's her and she makes the most delicious chocolates in the mm. city and she's a big supporter of this podcast and I in turn support her uh, with all the love. If you're in the city or you go to order online, she has some of the best butter crunch I've ever had. So shout out to you and no matter what you celebrate, whether it's Ahmed Butter Crunch Day or <laughs> eating quinoa, uh, <laughs> we celebrate you. And moving right along into this day in gay history, folks. Did you know in 1969, the Mattachine Action Committee of New York City issues a flyer urging organized demonstrations in protests of the previous night's police raid on the Stonewall Inn, meaning that on June 28th were the Stonewall riots. Mm. Was when Stormé de Laverie took that brick and said, you know what, fuck y'all. Awesome. Absolutely. I wonder if that's where, like, all the 69 jokes come from, though, <laughs> because of it being 1969. Oh. I don't know. Oh. Just Dr. Wondering. Carlton? Well, uh, 69 wait. is a natural joke, so, you know. Wait, do we, uh, are there 69 jokes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can yeah. I hear one? Oh, my God. I don't know one off the top of my mind. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> I I'm just saying, I wonder if, like, that's the pop culture tie. I mean, like, you know, like, oh, 69, and then, like, when you're playing drag bingo, there's one, right? There's one. Right? and See, you know the punchlines. There we go. Again, I've only gotten a quarter of the way through the coffee, so you gotta (laughs) keep throwing punchlines at me. Listen, you gotta sip slowly, because Dr. Carlton just did a whole uh, reel about, like, um coffee digestion and it activating the cells and in, in your digestive tract to make you poop yeah i know we i yeah. get questions about that all the time with coffee and i actually push them to dr carlton because i'm like yeah 
he actually knows what it actually does on a microbiome level. Like, well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's just it's a natural reflex when your your um, gut gets distended. Uh, it sends a reflex from the stomach to the rectum to empty to make room for the food coming in. Uh, so that's why I often tell people don't bottom like, you know, within an hour after eating a meal because that's that reflex can happen. It happens more frequently in the morning, but with people with IBS, it can happen all day long. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God. We went from the Manishing Society to IBS. I think I, I think <laughs> our gay right. ancestors would be proud of us. That's gay right. That's gay right. <laughs> Full on gay rights. Well, shout out to you, Marsha P. Johnson, Stormy DeLavarie, mm. Sylvia Rivera, and everybody who fought for our rights and the Manishing Society back in 1969, uh, before and after till today, because we are still fighting for our rights. But I want to get to the getting on. In your mouth, listeners, and for those of you who are new around here, thank you, Spotify, for the feature. Mm. But no thanks for supporting Joe Rogan. But for us smaller creators, we don't have a choice but to be a part. But that's another story for another time. If you don't know, and you probably... Already do. Alex Hall is the chief bottom officer in the kitchen. He is the creator of The Bottoms Digest, or The Bottoms Digest, which is a cooking show where he shares delicious bottom-friendly recipes in a sex-positive environment, which are meant to empower all beautiful bottoms to put yourselves first and erase the idea that you can't eat before sex. Dr. Carlton is a gay gastroenterologist who was raised in an uber-conservative tobacco town in the Deep South but somehow made his way to training at the Mayo Clinic for a top-tier medical education. While he serves the entire community's medical needs, he is particularly proud to serve the local LGBTQ community in San Diego as a resource for healthcare without judgment. He stumbled onto TikTok during the pandemic and realized the need and the hunger for anal sex education. And not just from the LGBTQ family, but also women and straight men interested in butt play. Since then, he has been the Internet's go-to doctor for all things butt-related. Welcome. I feel so honored to have, like, the ass experts in front of me. <laughs> you know? And is- I, I often have considered myself an ass expert. Mm. This you is know? quite a panel. Oh my god! I know. I wish it was in person now. Honestly, you know what I've discovered that cause I can't afford um, a real studio and like real space. Like to have you all in person and to set that up is such a pain in the ass. That like Mm -hmm. recording via the internet is has been a blessing. And plus, I get to meet more people because you know Alex. uh, Alex is in Chicago, and Dr. Carlton is in San Diego, and so you know, um, it it has given us a chance to connect, you know, and extend at least my gay food and just gay web further. So first and foremost, thank you both for giving me of your time today. It is greatly appreciated, and I love the. I really love the friendship that we've created since the first time you both have been on this podcast Aww. and like the community that we've upkept um, between the three of us and beyond. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I kind of want to start with just butts and what attracted you both to because I don't think I've asked either one of you this question in your past episode. What attracted you to mm-hmm. to the ass? Um, Dr. Carlton, take it away. When I was training, I did a rotation in GI medicine, which is gastroenterology, um, and basically butts and guts. And I saw how um, you know people with gut disease can be, you know, an infant all the way up to a hundred years old. You know, and it really, I really saw a lot of people, especially in the the teens, twenties, thirties, forties, who were severely affected by ulcerative colitis and Crohn's. And I said, "Wow, I, I really want to do something to make those people's lives better." I also found out that you know I could help prevent cancer in people and find it early so that it could save their life. And so it, and and also with the cameras, it's kind of like playing a video game. So um, not playing it, a video game on my is. ass. No, yeah, yeah. no, Doctor Carlton. <laughs> the, 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 the consequences are the consequences are a little bit more um, yeah, severe, but, um, but it, it honestly, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Oh, okay. Listen, I mean, for as much- laughing. I love that. <laughs> 
listen, first and foremost, you need to start a podcast called Butts and Guts, right? Oh. Great. <laughs> you'll be the butts. You'll, you'll get some sort of internist to be the guts. You see what I did there? Take yeah. it away. Give me 10%. Um, <laughs> secondly, for all the games, I played up someone's butthole. Never with a camera. Okay. <laughs> Alex, Alex, take it away. What attracted you to the butt? Oh my gosh. Um, so if no one knows this already, I am a bottom, so I am my customer. Um, but whenever, um, growing up, verse bottom or full bottom. And there's uh, no judgment in that verse is like in quotes, like, (laughs) really, I I feel like you got all the good parts. So Uh, yeah, I mean, like when my husband demands the top in me, I can deliver, but we love to, we love to hear it. I'm insatiable, and that's why I actually just came out with a T-shirt that just says "insatiable" on it because we all know what that means. Um, uh-huh. But mm-hmm. whenever uh, I need one, uh, I'll send you one. Actually, um, give you a little discount code, aka yeah. a free discount code. Um, we can trade. Yes, ooh, I would love that. Actually, um, whenever uh, I growing up, I love to cook. It is my favorite thing in the world to do. It is the only thing I want to do for the rest of my life, um, and. I did not realize that a lot of bottoms starved themselves all day to have sex up until I was like 22. Um, And I never did that. And I've been sexually active since I was 16. And I, I really realized like something is going on here. I don't really know what, but I've been lactose intolerant my whole life. So I didn't eat dairy. Um, I always had a really high fiber diet. And then when I moved to New York, um, I went vegetarian to stop, buying meat so much because it was so expensive and it just kept connecting all these things for me and making me realize like I was becoming more regular by eating less meat I wasn't I'd already not eaten dairy and I'd already never played this starving game and I was already really in tune with my body to not um like Dr. Carlton said eat within the hour really is the biggest thing um because the more regular you are the more your body tells you things within that hour So I was like, okay, obviously every bottom needs this because when you Google it, there's nothing. When you Google like what to eat before bottoming, it's always the same crap, salad. And I'm not a salad person. I'm like a beef stroganoff, like (laughs) macaroni and cheese. Like, But like my gift honestly is making food that seems very unhealthy, but it's actually extremely healthy. And I've been cooking like that since I was a teenager. So I found butts in that way (laughs) Um, in a long answer. But um, I just think I've always said that if we had proper sex education in schools, we would have a culinary class in sex education, especially for queer people. Um, Amen. I mean, but listen, we can't we we can't even get gun control, but we can certainly get banning of drag queens, kids uh, and drag queens. But we're not right. We're not going to go there, right? Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's one thing that people forget is you know we use our digestive tract for our sex lives, right? And it's it's a, a really key integral part. And people who have disorders of the GI tract are really trapped. I mean, I, I had a guy yesterday kind of go off on me. I made a, a video about uh, trying to get strict tops to bottom. And I oh, used yeah. the NXS song, uh, um, um, New Sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just went off on me because he's like, I can't do it because I almost bled to death from my uh, ulcerative colitis before and I'm so freaked out. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's one of the things that we have to keep in mind is that there are people who can't bottom because of uh, of, of their own well, physical yes. disorders. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. This is this is uh, a little bit of like the mask debate, though, I feel yeah. right. Heated because there are those people. Yes. But then there are those lazy tops. Right? There are also those tops that are like, why aren't you ready now? But you know how long this <laughs> oh takes? Uh, right? Uh, right? Or like, hey, give me a minute. Or like, let me just shove it in. No. No, right. listen. And I am a power verse queen. I will wow. I will give it as good as I take it. Right? I Call me a greedy bitch. Right? That's why I need an insatiable shirt. Yes. Right? <laughs> but honestly, I... I am of the school of 
or was of the school of starvation for a little while. I eat a little bit of everything but the dairy for the most part. And if I'm eating dairy that day, there is a lactose digestive and I'm not bottoming, you know? Right. <laughs> it, it, it certainly is all about the planning. And I thought it would just be really fun to have you both here because, you know, pride puts a strain on our systems. Oh, right? yeah. All from month- a, yeah, from a number of... All month ways. long yeah. between yeah. all the drinking... Right. Mm -hmm. All the partying. Right. If you choose to do extracurricular, you know, drugs, which we don't promote on this podcast. But if that's something you do, please do it safely. Right. You know, Um, and and then the excess of eating when you're not bottoming or even if you are, because, you know, there are slop out there and shout power to you for living your lives. Um, and so, you know, talk to me about recovery. Let's talk a little bit about recovery. We've just put our bodies through all of this partying, all of the eating, and even those introverts out there, right? They, they want to go. Girls want to have fun too, oh, you know? Absolutely. And so mm-hmm. they're, they're doing their own thing, whether it's going out to dinners and whatnot. Talk to me about diet recovery, butthole recovery, getting our systems and recovery. Someone, someone go. I love this. I love this. Um, so um, I can go first because at these bars, a lot of the times there's like food trucks, you know, um, and like taco trucks here in yeah, New York. Yeah, taco gotta trucks, love like um, halal stands, especially in New York, are always really close by and delicious. Yeah, delicious. And like you should not skip out on that. Like you live life once. Um, especially during pride month, like sometimes you've drank so much that you gotta, you gotta get something in you. You gotta get that dollar slice. Absolutely. And, and like, you just gotta keep pushing on. But a lot of people would say that the recovery part of diets are like, Oh, I'm going to do a juice cleanse or something. And to be honest with you, in all of my testing, juice gives you diarrhea and it just runs right through you. And it actually hurts your stomach really badly. So what I suggest food-wise with recovery is, funny enough, not even food first off the bat, is just water, 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 so much water that's going to help your muscle in your asshole. It's going to help flush everything out of you. But then the next thing would be like protein shakes. Um, I actually use a vegan protein shake that's really great. Um, they're full of really great nutrients. You can throw in whole fruits like bananas and stuff instead of juicing everything and losing all the fiber and everything. Um, and just trying to cleanse in a way that like you're getting back off of dairy or for even if just as if even if it's just a few days, if you're not a dairy free queen, like just maybe a couple days just to let it all back to normal. And then you can start going back slowly eating to the starting to eat the things that you eat usually is in what I think works best. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Dr. Carlton, uh, talk to me, talk to us, I should say, about because there are a lot of supplement queens out there, me mm-hmm. being one of them, uh, fiber pill queens out there. Does the Pedialyte actually work for us or the electrolyte that's now on the market or the Gatorade electrolyte? Is yeah. that something that's that's helpful? In addition to, if we got our buttholes wrecked, right? Yeah, DP'd, fisted, or just you know that top that like gave you that good loving. Like, how do we how do we get that tight and right? Well, you know, I think that like you said, the biggest thing is is hydration and then electrolytes. If you if you lost a lot of those, um, uh, you know, taking care of the area is really uh, important afterwards as well. So, you know, if you really had a big heavy session or lots of sessions, good for you. Um, Amen. Uh, then um, t- getting in a warm bath of about three or four inches deep water and put two cups of Epsom salts in there and just soak for about 15, 20 minutes. And that helps kind of uh, soothe the area. Um, I use a shower oil from Bioderma called Atoderm. Uh, that uh, keeps the area any sort of excoriations from from crusting over and being itchy or or, or raw. What did um, you call me? An excoriation? <laughs> what? <laughs> 
you know, Doc, layman's terms, honey. Yeah, layman's yeah. terms. So, so excoriation means like it's irritated and raw and just oh, you know, gotcha. really, yeah, really raw. Um, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing is take some time. You know, if you really had uh, a heavy session and it's and it's not feeling great back there, allow yourself some healing time. You know, um, uh, take a break for a couple of days until things kind of get back in order. Um, and then obviously, you know, within about a week of you playing so hard at pride, get checked where you play. So go get your STI testing. And if you put it in your mouth, if you suck a dick, get your throat swabbed. If you put it in your ass, get your throat, get your butt swabbed. And then in addition to your urine and your blood test, because a lot of things that fail the gay community are the heteronormative, um, uh, aspect of just getting a urine test for, uh, gonorrhea and chlamydia because that's what they do. So you go to a lot of doctors and they think, oh, here's your urine test for gonorrhea and chlamydia. And you're like, uh-uh, doc, I put things other places, you know? Yeah, amen. And we can't forget our trans brothers and sisters, our non-binary brothers and sisters, right? Like right. If, you're, if you're putting it anywhere in any part of your genitalia, no matter what you right. call it, get swabbed. Get swabbed. Get the throat swab, get the pee-pee, the vajayjay, the, the whatever you want to call it, the butthole swab. Get it all swabbed, right? And yeah. get you a doctor. You know what's really important, and I'm sure you both would agree with me? I've, since college, I came home and I've always had some form of LGBTQ forward doctor. But even, even then, I found a little judgment sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I've, re- I've had a doctor now for a long time that I literally can say anything to. Anything. Like, I went to Puerto Vallarta, and he was like, did you have a lot of sex? How big were the dicks? Like, that, like I have such oh, a great relationship, and it is so comfortable that I am not afraid to be like, ugh, this happened, or uh, like, what's going on? So that way, it is one, when I go in for my panels or just for a checkup or whatever, it is the full gamut, right? It's right. not, there is no shame attached to it. There's no, there's no stigma, you know? And, and you especially, should, mm-hmm. go ahead. You should, and you should be able to talk to your doctor like yes. that because, I mean, if you don't tell us what's going on with you, we don't know. Yes, so, but also yeah. there are some doctors that are judgy out there. And there are also some that don't ask the right questions. Exactly. So, all yeah. right. And listen, that's not all the doctors. No shade to the medical facilities, the people out there. But, you know, find you somebody that's really that's the soapbox I'm on. Find mm. you somebody that you're really comfortable absolutely letting it all out. And because I I don't know what I'm going to do when this doctor retires because he right. he's absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Right. He, might, he might know someone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was scrolling through my grinder the last time. <laughs> oh, well, okay, this is an iconic doctor. <laughs> he is, well, he's a oh, he's a gentleman of a certain age, and he was just asking me, and he was like, "I've never been on them. I I just don't need them. I it's I have no interest." And I was like, "Well, here's mine." And I, he was like, good. "I don't want to touch anything." I was like, "You can't ruin things more than I already have. <laughs> Trust me." <laughs> That's awesome. I would say the same goes for a nutritionist to like, it just, you have to like word vomit with them. Cause they like Dr. Carlton just said, they, they can't read your mind. So, um, because I think a lot of people don't, I, I think a lot of people just don't see nutritionists in general or any kind they're of expensive. Yeah. They're just like, I know that's part so awful. So that's why we try to do, we try to share the information we have at the bottom side, because Let's be honest, healthcare is not the most accessible thing in America, especially. So, um, and that's why we work really hard to test our recipes. But if you do have the ability to go see a nutritionist, oh my God, like just word vomit them everything. Like, I mean, yeah. And this is why I'm so appreciative to have you both here, right? Because you're both doing the work. Obviously, Dr. Carlton from the Mayo Clinic. I mean, how much better can it get? Seriously. Right? <laughs> putting, putting factual information out there, right? This isn't some random person just giving you random advice. And then you, Alex, doing the work, being the first, being the first person out there, giving us this information, doing the research, testing the recipes, tried and true, right? Going through the process. And you are your customer, yeah, right? Absolutely. So you are somebody that I trust. 
in this field. And this is why this is why I'm happy to have you both here. But listen, y'all, we need to take a quick break, right? Rejuvenate our buttholes. And we're going to be back with my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of the podcast. And I'm not talking butts. <laughs> Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. All right, Dr. Carlton and Alex, are you ready? Because we're going to my favorite part and the audience's favorite part of the podcast. A little something we like to call Food News Update! Yay! Yeah, I was like, should we scream? <laughs> scream like you're bottoming. Oh, oh, that doesn't sound good at no. all. Oh, that was a bad. That was a bad fake scream. You can tell how I don't don't do it that often. So. I'm not. I, 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 I'm not editing any of this out. By the I'm way, my and, <laughs> official Margaritaville Crocs are here, so you can waste away in style. That is a hate crime. That it's is, homophobic. It it's totally homophobic. is. It's yeah. homophobia at its best, right? Uh, it would be at Margaritaville too. Yeah, it's it's quintessential for that. I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my God. Well, uh, all right. First question, like, there isn't really much to explain here. And thank you, Food and Wine, <laughs> right, for always keeping me in the know, but not putting me on that list. But that's another story for another time. We're not bitter at all. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, first and foremost, Crocs are back. And I, I remember during, I, re- I was there for the first Croc trend, right, of like 2002 or 2003. Um. Are are we croc? Are we croc stands? Toot or boot? Like boot, boot. Which is ironic because a boot yeah. is a shoe, but that's like a uh, boot hard. Um, when I lived in New York, I lived really close to that awful croc store on Thirty Fourth Street, the huge one, and mm-hmm. I just was like, how can people be standing outside of abortion clinics protesting, and no one is standing outside this croc store <laughs> like, <laughs> protesting? Silent? Like I just. Boot hard. I saw someone yesterday on the train wearing them with knee-high socks, and they're back. That's uh, uh, the, thank you, Balenciaga. I think all right. Balenciaga has that like croc heel. Yes, with the heel, and oh my god, they're the ugliest things I've ever seen. And they also look like an accident waiting to happen. Like you're just gonna eat shit in them. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. I, I I Crocs aren't for me, right? Mm-hmm. I I actually still think I may have. I don't know if I got rid of them. My original pair of crocs from 2004 somewhere oh, no. don't burn them because they'll they don't they won't burn they're like thing. yeah toxic fumes yeah right not good for bottoming they're like, not poppers oh my god um <laughs> like burning a tire basically like all of a sudden you're like <sighs> this is the most no. emotional i've gotten on the podcast today is the, is the, the crocs, no, the crocs. No, wait a minute. have we been to a margaritaville mm-hmm no, nope. there's a Margaritaville Times Square that just opened, by the way. Oh, get out! Yeah, <laughs> I've walked. I've walked by one, but I haven't been in one. Uh, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing like welcoming for our type. No, it's women. it's. I mean, it's very boomer. You know, it's oh, very, very right. Yeah. And uh, like, shout out to the boomers out there who listen to the pod. Like, yeah, if you love, if you live for a Margaritaville, great. Like, live your life. Sure. But these, but these Crocs are like Mm-mm. back back problems and an accident <laughs> waiting to happen for you. I feel. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, these Crocs are like the a lime green color, and you know how you put like little ornaments on the Crocs. Mm-hmm. There's a lime wedge. There's like a shot glass. There's the lost shaker of salt on it because apparently people steal the Margaritaville salt. I guess. I'm looking them up right now. And and typing, and a cocktail umbrella. I started typing Margaritaville, and it was the first thing that popped up. Oh, they're 
Yeah. Well, that's that's the uh, the lost shaker of salt is part of the song, so that makes sense. Oh, is it? I don't yeah. even know. You see, I don't even know, Doc. Oh, these well, are I'm, I'm I'm old, so like you know, I know that song a little bit more than you guys probably. Oh, I mean, I <laughs> these are one hundred and sixty dollars. Oh my even- god. <laughs> Listen, the kids will buy them and then sell them on eBay for two grand. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh. That's what happens. I don't think we're here for this. I just mm-hmm. don't think we're here for this. Ooh. You know what? Well, we we don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but the three of us, not here for this. Mm-mm. Nope. Donate $160 to your local food bank. <laughs> or, your lo- or, or your local Planned Parenthood. Or, or local anything. Yes, yeah. right? The right. Alley Fournay Center, whatever. Definitely. There's a new shower trend, and it's based on a Reuben sandwich. What? A shower? Yes, like taking a Reuben, you know, like Mm -hmm. a corned beef, sauerkraut, Mm -hmm. mustard on rye, Mm -hmm. into the shower with Mm -hmm. you. I was like, I really want you to explain this word for word. Is it, yeah. Is it multitasking, like eating and showering or what? Yeah, it's, okay. It, it, okay. that's what it is. And okay. apparently, thank you to the takeout for this one. Uh, whoever runs the takeout, I love you. I need they're to iconic. Them. They really are. They really are with some of this investigative journalism that they're doing. But, you know, the, the stupidest and weirdest things trend on the internet sometimes. And it started with, like, the cold beer in the shower. Then there was, mm. like, the cold orange trend in a hot shower. And now someone posted eating a Reuben in the shower. I guess because it's a messy food and you can clean off right after. <laughs> I don't know about your showers, the two of you. But my shower is like a fire hose, and there's nothing that isn't wet in the shower. So if I brought a sandwich in there, 90% of it would be down the drain, and then I'd have to call a plumber (laughs) to snake out my drain. And I'm not talking about my butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would... I don't have a fire hose shower, but I've never ever in my life been in a, and I'm a foodie and I've never been in my shower thinking this is the time for a sandwich. Like, <laughs> right. So no eating in the shower. No one's eaten in the shower before. Have we drank in the shower? I drink a alcoholic drink in the shower, but not like you bring a glass of wine with you into the shower. Not a glass either. I put it in like a solo cup <laughs> because if I drop it, that's going to be not a good time. Dr. Carlton, ever yeah, ate or drank I, in the shower? No, I not not food uh, or or drink, but um, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, <laughs> as urine is water sports, uh, can that classify us? <laughs> That's what I you were going to say when you said Reuben shower. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are, you, are they going to like throw Reuben's at you That's in the shower I, or what? <laughs> like gross. And also, I mean, sauerkraut. Great for the uh, gut biome, right? Fermented foods. Yeah, it actually is. Corned beef, maybe not so much. Mm-hmm. No. Rye bread? Um, rye bread. I think rye bread is also slightly fermented. So, um, yeah, I think rye bread could be good. But it is also very whole grain, and that can cause a lot of people some problems. So, well, eat a I small mean, slice. <laughs> I, I know you're not propo- a proponent of, like, the shower douche, right? But I um, own one. I own one. <laughs> I'm like on a lifelong campaign to end those things. Um, so they're just so bad for you. Uh, I, I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> we, we're on two different sides of this debate. And, and Dr. Carlton is right in the middle of us. Care to, care to add, care <laughs> to add Dr. Carlton? Dr. Carlton. <laughs> well, I, I think you can overdo anything. So I think it's if you use it gently, it's probably okay. But if you flood up over that, Curve the recto sigmoid junction. Right. You're just going to prolong your clean-out experience. Yeah, that yes. And you know what? A long time ago, there was that butt cleaning infographic. Do you remember this? It was like a bear. Like it was this cartoon of like this like man with like this like cute little belly, and he was super cute, and he was showing you how to use like the shower douche. And um, that's where I learned that you didn't have to turn it on full power. Oh, that it's right. supposed to be this like gentle, very gentle thing. Right, right, right. But like, yeah, but you know, one of the big things that I think a lot of people are realizing over the last few years is when you, if you don't get a great 
amount of fiber in your diet, these fiber supplements can do amazing work to cut your clean out time in half. Amen. I mean, it's crazy. I, I tried it myself just to see, and it made a huge reduction yeah. in the clean out time. I'm an acacia fiber queen, right? Because yeah. of my sensitive yeah. tubby. They really do. Yeah. And I'm actually really happy because your videos lately, Dr. Carlton, you've been really calling out, like, make sure you take them outside of the two-hour window so it doesn't yeah. mess with your medication because the bottle says that half the time. Yeah, and it does. People yeah. don't read it, which, like, you can't. Yeah, some, I that. didn't read. Someone had to tell me that. They were like, uh, you need to stop doing that. And I was like, yeah. oh, crap. Yeah. I posted a yeah, video yeah. and my friend reached out to me and was like, I've been taking my prep with it for years. Yeah. And I was like, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, you know what? Uh, even if you're against the shower douche, at least you can wash the Reuben down the, down the drain <laughs> with it. Oh, my God. That was a good tie. That was a yeah. very good tie. And last but not least, why is Kim Kardashian only pretending to eat Beyond Meat on camera? <laughs> with no bite in the food, by the way. Um, no bite. No bite in the food. <laughs> Um, Maybe listen. It's beyond meat. It's it's processed in a lab. Maybe she's gut sensitive and she wants to have anal sex. I don't know. Beyond meat is really good stuff. I don't. It's delicious. They're changing the world. It is so good. And all of my tests so far, it's been very good. Unless you're really sensitive to like fattier foods, um, but that stuff is awesome. And every time I watch those videos of Kim K, it just cracks me up because she's. <laughs> She's like, mmm, and like, there's like, there's no, single, there is no eat it's involved. Like perfect cut in the food too, so like, it makes it even more obvious. There's no bite. Have you seen this, Doctor Carlton? I haven't seen this one yet. I have to check that out. Oh god, yeah, I'll send it. it to you when we get off the call because she's okay. like a platinum blonde in it. Holding. She looks stunning. She Shout looks out to great, you, Kim K. But, but, but all those hours of recording and you didn't take a bite of a thing, and like people were like, oh well, maybe it's her diet. Well. Hello, you're getting paid. Right. You're be, you're you're literally being called the chief taste consultant. <laughs> right. But you you haven't tasted anything. Oh my god. I'm so mad you, they didn't reach out to us because we use Beyond Meat in like all of our recipes. I'm like <laughs> It's so it's just really, really it's hysterical. And you know what? Eating on set can be a lot as someone sure. who's done it. Uh, but they usually have a spit bucket for you. So like That's, you take yeah. a bite, they get the Absolutely. shot, and then you don't swallow, you spit it out. Right. right? Mm. And, but mama didn't raise a spitter. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure Kim K is a spitter, so just get the bucket. Like, just... you know? No, waste not, want not is my... <laughs> yeah, they, I was surprised that they're... They... Listen, we're, we're here for Kim Kardashian's diet, but we're not here for the fakery of it all. I know. And I think waste not, want not is the best way to end food news update. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Ooh. my God. Oh, my God. I'm sweating. I'm sweating, and I'm not even bottoming, uh, you know? Mm. <laughs> Is it because we talked about Kim K for so long? <laughs> Maybe. Listen, I don't often talk about the Kardashians. I mean, and that was pretty short, but not even that for that long on this podcast, Ooh. you know? I'm, I'm not a stan. I never got into it. Like, no, not a stan me neither. Good yeah. for you. Make your money. They're, I can't be mad. Yeah. yeah. They're just yeah. toxic, and they just ripped that Marilyn Monroe dress, and I oh, I can't. Yeah, can't do it I mean, it's it's I don't know. It's amazing PR, I guess. I I don't know. I don't know, and you know what? I don't care. Nope. Um, before we get into something fun, if you had one piece of butt advice, one piece from the two of you, right? What would it be? Starting with Doctor Carlton. Well, my thing that I'm known for is the butt clock. So if you mm. think of your if you think of your hole as a circle, it's a circle of muscle. If you stick your finger in that circle and press over to three o'clock and hold it, that tiny little circle is going to start relaxing. So make it part of your foreplay. Uh, do it, bef- you know, right as uh, you know, within a couple of minutes before your top is going to enter you or or make it part of your foreplay. That tiny little hole starts relaxing. It's a game changer. You know, go over to six o'clock, up to twelve, down to six. Uh, you know, over to nine. All those, all the clock positions, yep. and, and even keep rotating around if you're not quite where you need to be, depending on the girth of what you're taking, honey. Yeah. Um, and it really is a game changer. Uh, and it, it doesn't yeah. even matter what time zone you're in. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> that was yeah. so good. It's it's always but a clock. Right, right? Hello. Or like, listen, I'm not a person who likes fingers because they feel like aliens to me. It right. really, it really like creeps me out yeah. sometimes. Um, so like, you know, use a little, there's toys out there. A little there. toy, yeah, that, that works yeah. well too. And there's also dildos that the head is tiny. Mm-hmm. And it starts widening out as you go down the Torpedo. shaft. Torpedo. Yeah, so that way your your hole gets a chance to relax as things go deeper. Yeah. Yes, I, Sam, I don't I, like fingers, but I do like my, I don't mind my own. And Dr. Carlton's clock technique is so goddamn iconic. I tell everyone about it. It feels good. It real you can quite literally feel yourself loosening up while you're doing it. And I had never done that before until I met Dr. Carlton. It is a Game changer, like, is not he deserves an egot for it. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> it is not game changer, is just not big of enough term. It is that good. Listen, and Alex oh, is you. on central time, so he's he's an hour behind us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah. An hour yeah. behind. Oh, my God. Here with right. the dad joke. Where I'm all the way behind. I know, so. like, yeah. Dr. <laughs> hours behind. So, but yeah, that I cannot stress how good that has been when people. I had someone reach out to me the other day about getting fisted and I was like, do this first, do the butt clock technique and do it for maybe a couple rounds. <laughs> and, yeah. and I sent them your video, Dr. Carlton. Cause I was Ooh, like, this yes. I send like, people Dr. Carlton's videos all the time uh, and yours time. too. For Thank recipes. You. Mine's the food. Yeah, but like Dark Carlton's is definitely the medical yeah. stuff. And well, that's listen, we, we, this is this is all encompassing here. This is what mm-hmm. I love about like having the two of you here, right? Because yes, Absolutely. This, is a, this is a gay food podcast at at the forefront of it all. Being food being the basis, right? Where you come in, but the the queerness of it, the LGBTQness of it, right? And we all, whether you're trans, bi, queer, straight, cis, right? A lot of people love butt play. I have a ton of girlfriends that love it. Absolutely. Butt, right? Every, and that's where Dr. Every, Carlton comes in. Everybody's got a butt. Well, most people anyway. Yeah. But well, um, you know. I mean, yeah. I, I have yeah. seen some some backs with cracks, honey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just saying. 50%. So one piece of advice from you, Alex. Oh, yeah. So um, my piece of advice, this is always the piece of advice I always give. Always, always, always. Is um, start to get in tune with the foods that make you feel your best and your worst. Um. Not everyone keeps a food journal. Um, I tell people, try to even jot it down in your notes, in your phone if you can. But, you know, not all of us are as sensitive to spicy food. Not all of us are as sensitive to whole grain wheat, even though that one can be very tough um, for bottom, especially. So, like, start to get in tune with the things that cause you gas and bloating, especially because Dr. Carlton's talked about how the food within the hour can really start to awaken your body to go to the bathroom. But gas and bloating can be as quick as five to 10 minutes sometimes. So start to get in tune, especially when you're at a restaurant and stuff, because that's the best time. You're not bottoming at the restaurant. I mean, if you are fierce, but most of the time you're not. So like, that's the best time when you're having breakfast at home by yourself, you're not bottoming. So Start to take advantage of the times that, because people are always asking me that, like, well, how do I, how can I be spontaneous? How can I plan better for that? I'm like, well, use the times, like, when you're at your mom's house eating dinner with her, like, you're not bottoming right in front of your mom. So, like, eat the food that she made and start to get in tune with how did that make me feel? Like, my mom cooks really decadent stuff. And even when she's not, I'll, I'll eat it and I'll be like, wow that made me feel kind of crappy. And then you can start to break down, okay, lasagna, was it the noodles? Was it the cheese? Like you can start to get more in tune with what particular ingredient was what caused you the problems. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, and I am 100% here for both of those tips because I use them both in my own life. I personally have discovered some like, you know, digestive enzymes, right? That work mm-hmm. for me. It's all about discovering what works for you and using that. And so like, especially um, if I have lactose, I have lactose digestives that I take right. and whatnot. Um, and it's all about what what's making you feel good. Exactly. And thank Comfort. you for those for those helpful tips, y'all. Before we close out, let's play a fun pride game. Mm-hmm. Favorite pride song? 
Okay. Mm. I, There's I, only I, one right answer here, y'all. Well, well, you know, I'm a little bit old school, and this is what I'm going to tell you. So it, this is kind of a little bit of a list. We Are Family is definitely the quintessential mm. Pride song. I think that, you know, that for, for, for the long run. But if I'm out at a Pride party, the four things that I want to hear in a row at the end are Stranger in My House by Tamia, <laughs> Dancing on My Own by Robin, Absolutely Not by Deborah Cox, and It's Not Right, it's, But It's Okay by Whitney Houston. Mm. That's like if that's not the quintessential t- gay pride I mean, team. You, pre- you came prepared. Yeah, that, <laughs> Dr. that 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 is the ultimate party right there. <laughs> I, I have I have very uh, specific opinions about that list, right? Which is fabulous. But Alex, uh, uh, go ahead. Favorite pride song? Oh my god, he was so prepared. Okay, so um, I think that mine would be. I have to like just Lady Gaga has to deserve some credit um rain on me was so great because it dropped at the beginning of the pandemic so we have to give so much credit to the fact that she dropped a whole goddamn album at the time that it was not the time to drop an album and all we could talk about was how we were so excited to get out and club to rain on me um but also like i have like a sad song that i'm like i wish i heard more out um i do love the robin reference that one we always hear in a jam too but like I wish they would play more like Annie Lennox. <laughs> Annie <laughs> like, Lennox? Yes. Okay. Diva. Right. I, I mean, uh, queer icon. Annie queer Lennox. Icon. Absolutely. And we do not but hear her enough. I am disappointed in the both of you that uh, know, nobody's like... supposed to be here. Hector Hex remix. <laughs> Deborah Cox is the quintessential song of pride. Yeah. That's good. You know, yeah, absolutely, absolutely not. Slash, nobody's supposed to be here. Both of those are yeah, amazing. absolutely not. But I need, I absolutely the first. My day starts with nobody's supposed to be here. You're How did you get here? That's great. Roll out, out, out the guillotine because we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Off with their heads. I know. We did right not. or off with their buttholes. Um, um, <laughs> favorite pride you've ever been to. Mine was definitely World Pride New York City in 2019. Uh, Four million people in one place celebrating Pride. I think the parade was supposed to be like an eight-hour thing, and it went on until like midnight or something. Oh, past. It was like yeah. one in the morning. Yeah, it was It was amazing. Um, the uh, the Alegria party um, in Brooklyn. Oh, she's a circuit queen. I forget. Was, I forget. Was probably the best party I've ever been to in my whole life. It was wow. incredible. Yeah. Awesome. So... How about you, Alex? Hmm. Um, I have, I think, two. One would be the very first when I was a kid. Um, I was raised by lesbian godmothers. Um, so they took me. I grew up in Houston. So I went to Houston Pride when I was like seven, I think, for the first mm-hmm. time. Um, and all I remember really is being on my godmother's shoulders and bitching about how hot it was because it's Houston, Texas. Um, <laughs> and then the next would be when I was um, around 21. I was uh, I worked at the gay clubs in Houston when I was 21. I was a bartender at all of them. And I got to, um, I think it was, I was 21 or 22, but I was working Pride and gay marriage became legal and I knew it was going to be the craziest night of my life working and it was just so fun and everyone was so celebratory and it was just, it was a truly iconic night. Um, And I mean, we, last call in Texas is two and I think we illegally kept the bar open until 3.30 and I didn't get home till like 7 a.m. But I made lots of cash that night it was fun and it was just a good time and i loved it and it was in houston in texas where there's so much stuff going on right now around queer rights so it was great amazing 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 listen new york city is my home and so it'll always be top of my list for Mm. pride but other prides that i absolutely love Pride in Gran Canaria was probably one of the most incredible things I've ever been to. Wow. Incredible. It's crazy. It's like, it's uh, it's almost inexplicable because everything exists, kind of like in Fort Lauderdale, everything exists in like this outside shopping mall that's like three levels. And so like down to the bathhouse is like there. So wow. <laughs> you can like, it's you literally can be like, I'll be right back. Dip into the bathhouse, come back, go see a drag show, come back, do this, come back. Convenient. It's <laughs> in 
incredible. Um, I was at World Pride Madrid. It was 11 days. Mm. I don't know how I'm alive, but it was insanity. Um, And I just went to uh, Puerto Vallarta Pride, and that was the, the Mexicans showed out, honey. Mm-hmm. They good. Show. I've heard. I heard it was amazing. It yeah, was so good. It was they so always good. show up in Houston at their at the Mexican clubs in Houston. Oh my god, that is oh, like these the Mexican best men. These Mexican men. Yeah, oh, I'm, ta- I'm married to one, honey. Oh, talk about yes. talk about needing <laughs> talk about needing extra time with that butt clock for these Mexican yeah. men, honey. Why do you think I had to come up with this technique? Oh my god. <laughs> Last question. Last question. Worst pride outfit you've ever seen? Crocs Mm. were involved. Um. Uh, Crocs. Margaritaville Crocs. Uh, Margaritaville Crocs will be involved. No, um, I'll start. Uh, that Target Target came out, and shout out to Target, you know, for representation matters, right? Um, But uh, they they released that short-sleeved rainbow blazer. Was yeah. it last That's year? Right. That was so it looked so it was cheap in person too. It was bad. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, A, why are we why why do we need a short sleep blazer in the middle of summer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like cotton too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a blazer. <laughs> yeah. It was like and polyester. I mean polyester. And mine's mine's something similar from Walmart, but um, you know, Walmart and Target, if you if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna go out there and do the gay pride. Stop. Consult with some gays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, I'm really, um, for a worse pride outfit, I'm getting really burnt out on oversaturated rainbow. Like, I think if we just right. like, kicked the rainbow down a little bit, it, like like your shirt right now, Michael, like, that's fabulous. Like, it's a great... Oh, I was like, wait a minute. You yeah. coming for me and no, my no, merch? No, I love the rainbow. I think it's just so saturated, and it just keeps getting more and more saturated, and it's, like, hard to look at now. Like, it looks cheap now pretty often. And I think it's, like, Walmart didn't consult gays. We're like, hey, we like it toned down a little bit. <laughs> like, a little pastel sometimes isn't too bad, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Last Pride, Old Navy came out with some Pride merch, and it was this crop top with the John Lennon quote, uh, um, come together right now over me. Oh, wow. That's and I was right. on a rainbow. <laughs> and I was like, right. there was some homosexual out there texting his friends during the board meeting being like, gays, girls. Yeah. It, it got approved. We're and they don't, this. they don't, they don't realize, they don't realize what they just approved. <laughs> Honestly, that's damn funny. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Folks, thank you so much for being on and just having a, yeah. a good old butt time with me today. Um, folks, starting with Dr. Carlton, give them the handles where they can find you, where they can show you all the love. Well, I'm at Dr. Carlton, all spelled out, D-O-C-T-O-R-C-A-R-L-T-O-N on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, my Twitter has a an underscore in between Dr. and Carlton. I have a lot of stuff coming out with uh, Scruff soon. Uh, which I'm really excited that I'm filming in L.A., um, so that's going to be amazing. I also am live on July 9th at uh, Diversionary Theater in San Diego for I'm, I Am Pride. Uh, it's going to be a sex butt stuff and love questions and confessions improv show for an yes. hour. Wow. Yes, God. we love to see it. We love to see it, and we will certainly promote it for sure. Alex, what what you got? Yeah, so um, as per usual, my handles are Bottoms Digest. Um, I don't have too much going on in the moment, but I did just get back from LA after being nominated for a World of Wonder Wowie. So that was super cool. Um, but like I said, at Bottoms Digest, um, tune back into our YouTube. We're actually about to start revamping our YouTube again. We've been on a break with YouTube um, because she can't do it all at the same time. Um, and <laughs> um, and we just redid our website, thebottomsdigest.com. You can go on there and see we really made it a lot more user-friendly. Um, we laid out our process so that it's more transparent so that people see how we test our recipes, what we do, what foods to stay away from. Um, and we just did a whole new merch drop. And I always like to remind people that um, my merch, 100% of the proceeds go right back into developing our recipes. They don't go into me going on vacations and stuff. They just they go right back into the food because... It's expensive to be ethical. You gotta 
we got to test these recipes sometimes three or four times and we got to buy the ingredients three or four times. Amen. So. Amen. And depending on where you're getting your merch made, like mine is print to order. So I'm not yeah. making a lot of money, right? Yeah. Like nobody's getting rich off these t-shirts. Yeah. Same. Folks. And right. we, we do the print to order, but I'm hoping that this next batch, we get a good enough sales that we can go local with somebody. Um, but we're about to start making our own aprons. Also, um, my background is in fashion design. This is my industrial sewing machine behind me. Um, so I'm about to start making my own aprons um, so that mm-hmm. they could be more uh, like limited edition and whatnot as well. Yeah, yeah. We, a, love, yeah. we love a merch drop. Absolutely. I have a couple of things coming out too with merch. I've got a t-shirt Ooh. and tank that says normalized butt stuff. Yes. And in the middle of it, it's a butt and a jock strap. Yeah, I need I need one of those too, Doctor Carlton. Mm. And and there's another one that's going to say, "I'm just here for the butt stuff." Yes. Absolutely. Um, my favorite merch that I dropped was um, "Shit Happens," and it has the poop emoji from the emoji bar. But I made it blue and pink so that it, it's just <laughs> a little cuter. Um, so, I mean, uh, blue and pink. I blue and pink poop. Pink is my favorite color, so I can't. Pink stay is away my from favorite it. color. Uh, All right, boys wear pink too. I Hello. wear pink too often. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, big thanks to you both. Shout Absolutely. out to Alex Hall and Dr. Carlton um, for just coming on and giving me of their time today. I'm so appreciative to have you back on and just to be be here with you and laugh with you and talk butt stuff and like you know give the kids a little bit of an education Uh, folks out there in your mouth listeners if you're new or you're old um thank you for always listening thank you for you know always supporting listen speaking of merch the merch is still on sale Right, and all proceeds are going to the Alley Fournay Center through July, maybe even through August. You know, like I said, uh, I don't make a lot of money for it, so why not put it back into the community that I love so much? And the Alley Fournay Center, their mission is to help LGBTQ homeless youth. And Dr. Carlton has been oh so graciously helping me promote that. Oh my god, that tank top is the softest tank top I've ever worn. It really I love it. is. Oh, I love it. Oh my it's god, so good. it's so soft. Ooh, yeah, like yeah. um, uh, right. We're not talking about this one, even though this one's cute. But the other one, so soft. Um, yeah. So you can go to themunios.com forward slash mouth merch for that. A bunch of you have bought it already, and so thank you for your support out there. And other than that, you know what? Take care of your butts. Um, hydrate, and as always, thank you for listening to In Yo Mouth. Oh my God, I'm Peter Brady with that crack. (laughs) (laughs) You cracked me up.